background, the determination. In front of that, the awareness, the mindfulness of the sense of ease. And in front of that, breathing in and knowing that you're breathing in. Breathing out, knowing that you're breathing out. And the intention to keep the continui, continu continuity of the awareness on the breath unbroken. Bring the awareness of the sense of ease now to the foreground. Notice the sense of ease in the body. Is it deeper? Is it the same? Notice the sense of ease in the breath. Notice how the mind itself has taken on this sense of ease. So within this ever-deepening sense of ease, bring your attention to the space in front of you at about an eye level, about the distance of an and the length, length of your arms, or the distance of a prostration. Again, now make the awareness, the mindfulness of the sense of ease go back and bring to the foreground your determination again. holds both your ultimate purpose, the immediate purpose, and connecting it to the specific meditation that you're about to do. <coughs> Energetic, almost making you want to get up sense of ease, holding this energy, keeping it calm but awake. And focusing in the space in front of you, as though looking for something, waiting for something to appear, and asking yourself, looking at your determination, your goal, when I have achieved this goal, what did I depend on? What brought me there in an infallible way? Who guided me? What guided me? in your mind and focusing in that space start to feel the presence of this very guide your infallible teacher feel yourself in the presence 
for a bright being. And when you really pay attention to it, you notice a sense of conviction. No matter what this measure of conviction, hold on to it. You are in the very presence of what is for you the actual means through which you will achieve your goal. The actual you achieve your highest spiritual goal. Holding on to that measure of conviction. Show your reverence in your mind, prostrate. also because you are in the presence of your infallible teacher the that you have what it takes to achieve your goal is already present within you that faith is strengthened Trust yourself in your infallibility. Entrust yourself in the protection that is being offered to you. Entrust yourself in the guidance. Take refuge. is right in front of you. Find again that measure of conviction and feel a great sense of gratitude it offerings. Offer things that you own. Offer things unowned by anyone. Even for the things which exist only in your imagination. aspiring to achieve. Why aren't you there just by the mere aspiring to it? 
what is obstructing you? And know that these very obstructions were placed there through your own efforts. With this understanding, take the responsibility for their presence. Regret whatever you may have done. The flaws that you know of are even within your own character. The actions committed under the influence. And know that they are responsible for these obstacles. And this brings about an intelligent regret. It almost makes you want to say, never, but don't say it yet. Just feel the energy of it. And knowing that it was not through some wish for these obstacles that you acted to gain them. It was through the power of habits picked up through ignorance, habits picked up through illusions. So not to be further influenced by the power of this habit. Turn your attention to your infallible God. Find again that measure of conviction. And entrust yourself in your infallible guide and the three jewels. Seeking protection, guidance and strength. Feel the guidance, feel the protection, feel that measure of strength. And based on your knowledge, now make a promise to be strange in the future, choosing a definite period of time, either for a moment, a day, a week, whatever is your actual capacity. Make a promise that you will not allow yourself to act under the influence of such weaknesses in your character. And to make the computation complete, make a promise to do something to make up. sincerity of all these factors, you should start to feel a sense of lightness, as though the burden of this is lifted somehow, and you rejoice. Feel the refinement that the energy of rejoicing brings to your mind. Let your mind be further refined by rejoicing in goodness in general, yours and others, 
Rejoice in the merit that you have gained, that you have collected, and collecting of others. Rejoice for those for whom it is difficult to exercise goodness. And rejoice for those who have completely transformed their being into a merit-making machine. of the energy of rejoicing. Be aware of the degree of the tranquility you felt before from the beginning of meditation, of its depth, of its refinement, as though mounting one more step. So from within this refined state of mind, refined state of tranquility. Turn your attention to sentient beings. Look at their conditions, the suffering that they are forced to endure, the happiness that keeps eluding them, and let your heart embrace them. And while this Turn your attention now to your infallible guide and notice how because of holding all sentient being in this embrace of compassion and love, you become aware that you are connected to all enlightened beings through your infallible guide. And immediately ask them to come into the lives of sentient beings. Show them how to truly end their pain, to show them how to truly find happiness, and beg them to remain in their lives. that you're about to do and dedicate this momentum if you succeed in your meditation direct them dedicate them to removing obstacles that you know of dedicate them to revealing the realizations you seek momentum. Look again at your infallible guide. 
the very embodiment of all that you aspire to achieve. Ask your infallible guide to come to the crown of your head. Feel that bright presence above your head. Find that measure of conviction again. The very object you aspire to realize is right above your head. The distance of the length of the palm of your hand. Make very strong wishes to be free of your obstacles, to gain realizations, while focusing on your infallible guide above your head. And feel your entire being bathed but with nectar coming from the heart of your infallible nectar made of liquid light, purifying you, filling you with the courage you need, the clarity you need, the stability you need. as you do this and direct this momentum toward an affirmation that something that you will become aware of something something new definitely going to make a step forward in this meditation. momentum. On top of that, the knowledge that the very embodiment of what you're aspiring to achieve is right above your head.
stand up so you can merge, become inseparable. So out of this aspiration, without even having to request, see that form above your head dissolve into a point of light. See and feel it descend through the crown of your head. With the affirmation, the conviction of the momentum. Yes, you're going to make a step forward in this very sitting, you're going to become aware of it. See that point of light now enter your heart center. It merges with your mind there. And whatever being inseparable means to you, hold on to it with affirmation that you have become inseparable. this affirmation is organic and feels real, hold on to it. When it fades into imagination, go back to your awareness of the breath. legs if you want or need. <coughs> if you weren't awake, now you are. Back to what are we doing? <laughs> the eight verses, five and six. Okay, thank you. Okay, uh, yeah. The last time we talked about the eight verses, we talked about uh, how in in some versions, verse version is really is verse six in another, and what and they get those two verses sometimes get. Re uh, which call that word? Transposed? No? Not that word? Well, they get mixed up. <laughs> the one, the some, uh, verse 5 becomes verse 6, verse 6 becomes verse 5, depending on the version. 
But there's one version it, where the one that my teacher uses is, uh, uh, it, it seems to be more coherent with, with the natural flow of, of the eight verses, where from verse one, you're holding all sentient beings in a more uh, uh, um, in the more uh, uh, more in your mind the relationship that you have and as the verses progress then the, the verses ask you to you, you start to relate with sentient beings and not more in a more abstract way not in a more uh, contemplative way but you're actually being asked now okay now how to use this meditation in actual when you're in direct uh, contact with another sentient being. So verse 5 uh, talks about uh, and, 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 and also the, the progression is more and more difficult, more and more difficult. Verse, verse 1 has a level of difficulty but it's easier to uh, uh, get to. It's just you know in your own mind just love everybody. And then now they're asking you, oh don't, don't forget among all those people that you love, some of them aren't nice, weren't nice to you, mm -hmm. or you gotta love them too. Okay, and the next verse continues, it continues until it gets to, oh, also, don't forget the person who stabbed you in the back. You gotta love that person also. Mm -hmm. So it becomes more and more and more and more, more difficult. And the way you're asked to uh, relate with them is even more difficult. The first one tells you, oh, just cherish them. The next one tells you, cherish them in a supreme way, and 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 then up and up to the verse five and six. And the one according to the one my teacher uses ask is the one where it says uh, to give the victory and take on the the loss. Okay. And the next the next one is even more difficult. That's why I see it. It should be more. Uh, uh, that's the verse that my teacher uses, where verse six tells you remember the person who stabbed you in the back. Don't just cherish them. Don't just supremely cherish them. Supreme teacher. And that's the most difficult thing for, for you to do. It's already, it took you such a long time to even regard this person, to have this, this person that you have, not this person who stabbed you in the back, but the, the person who is your actual teacher, to actually let that relationship grow into a, a mature, into a, into a, you probably are still having difficulty with that, uh, with that, your strong person has in the highest way that you can see anyone. And now you're asked to see the person who stabbed you in the back in the same way that you see th this person whom you have already took you a long time to establish this relationship of teacher and student with. Okay. So you, you can see now how progressively the verses are asking you, you have to go out of your mind and you have to go to actually and then practice this love, practice this compassion in a, in, in a practical way. Okay. And the next verse uh, ask you to do something. Uh, what it asks you to do is still something that you do in your mind, but it will it should be coming from out of that momentum. I need to do something. And you must what the next verse asks you to do as an actual practical uh, application. Okay, I'm not going to go too much into it. It's uh, the the practice of tonglen, practice of giving and taking. Okay, but that before we, before we go into that verse, uh, uh, verse which doesn't exist, verse uh, 6.5, <laughs> which is, go out into the world and act, okay? Don't just do it in your mind. Now that you've done, you've, I mean, you've had five verses to practice this in your mind, now start implementing it in the world. Start to act, let love be, uh, be your motivator. Let, let it be what causes you to act in the world. Let compassion be what makes you act in the world. Now, you don't go out into the world uh, 
you know, like very bravely say, okay, now I'm going to love the most difficult person to love. I'm going to have compassion for the most, you know, uh, difficult person to have compassion for. And don't just go out and then and expect yourself to com- to naturally have compassion and naturally have love for, for those kinds of people. Begin again with those which are, with whom it is it is easy, people whom you already have a friendly relationship. And when you when you when you encounter when you have difficulty when you when you, you know this happens if not every day at least once in a while, the person that you love you you, you have some sort of difficulty with them. So. Let love direct how you resolve that problem. Let compassion be what makes you resolve that problem. So, you, so in that way, you start to, you start to make compassion with those with whom, with those with whom it is difficult. And the stranger in the subway, the stranger that you, in, you bump into in the street, sometime one of those strangers will become a bit difficult. So uh, now you start to exercise, okay, let, let, let love be what determines how I take how I take care of this, and in the beginning you may be a love may ask you to do something that that, that you don't want to do. Okay, love may ask you to. Uh, okay, this is the, this is the point where you actually exercise verse five, give up the victory, take on the loss. Okay, so let love let that just follow love, let love direct you, have faith in love. Have faith and compassion. The ultimate, the ultimate uh, place where following these will, will will place you is a place that is inconceivable. Okay, so don't worry about the immediate uh, samsaric effects, that the, the immediate samsaric uh, uh, appearances that might uh, deter you, that might uh, uh, that might I would say have faith that love will only take you to an inconceivable place. The result of acting out of love, the result of acting out of compassion, cannot be anything other than something beneficial to you and beneficial to others. Okay, have faith in that. Carry, act out of love and compassion with that faith, with that degree of faith. Okay, so when that stranger does something or harms you in some way, take refuge in love. Take refuge in compassion. Okay. Uh, I think the first time I saw. It was at the first time I saw His Holiness cry, and I've seen him cry <laughs> on a few occasions. You know, uh, first I think it was almost as if the first time everybody else saw His Holiness cry, and you know, the, almost the entire audience were all themselves. They were sobbing also. Is when His Holiness was referring to, uh, was referring to a verse where uh, uh, I think it was uh, not only he was referring to a verse in in, in the. Bodhisattva Charya Avatara, and then he was relating a story of uh, of a his who recently had his teacher passed away, and the and and uh, the advice that this teacher received um, uh, at the, at the deathbed of his teacher. Now that this teacher is about you know, like you know, very high teacher, uh, high level teacher, he knows that he's about to pass away. So he gathers his students, and this is not 2,000 years ago. This is very recent. Okay. So these amazing things are things that are happening in our times. So the teacher knows he's about to pass away. He knows the signs. sees the signs. He calls his students and tells his students I'm about to pass away. And of course, the, the, t- the students are uh, heartbroken. That that you know, y- your lover is about to leave you. So they feel the f- they feel of course abandoned. They're about to be abandoned. But the teacher tells them 
is that uh, your actual teacher is uh, this this form that goes through birth and death is not your actual teacher. Your actual teacher is love and compassion. Your actual teacher is bodhicitta. That's the real teacher. As long as you have this in your mind, you will never you will never be, be separated from your real teacher. Okay. His Holiness, after he finished saying that, he got into it and he started to sob and he turns into crying. It, I mean, it took him like minutes. I mean, that doesn't sound like much to you. Imagine yeah. listening to, okay, one, two, three, four, I'm still crying, five, six, seven, eight, nine, it's just ten seconds, okay, minutes, before he actually was able to compose himself, so to speak, and at the, sa- and at the same time he's trying to, you know, to, uh, it's like he's saying to himself, oh, I'm teaching, you have to stop doing this, but he couldn't, okay, and of course everybody else, seeing his holiness <laughs> going through that, they all start sobbing and they're trying to control themselves. Anybody's like, like oh, oh, no, uh, I don't know how many people were there, thousands of people, like, you know, imagine. <laughs> okay, people wiping their eyes and wiping their nose because they all fall into <coughs> that. Because oh, as I said that, you just feel it. You, 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 you feel exactly that, that point. That love and compassion should be your guru, should be your teacher. And, and not in an in a idealistic way, but in an actual way. You encounter a situation and you feel, uh, uh, you feel guidance. When, when, you're, when someone is making you angry, you feel guidance. What should I do? Instead of, instead of taking advice from anger, take advice from love instead. Instead of taking advice from, from uh, irritation, take advice from compassion. Remember w- w- what those things are. At least in your mind, say, I wish this person was happy. I wish this person uh, was free of suffering. And if, you, and, if the, and if the situation is just too much and too overwhelming for you, and you feel that you're going to fall un- un- under the, 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 the sway of, 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 uh, of habit, the habit of listening to anger, the habit of listening to, to, the, to those destructive emotions which have only brought you suffering so far. At those, at those moments, they sound so convincing that the, what, they're, the, the, what they're telling you, the advice that they're giving you, is the absolute truth. And you feel it, and you feel somehow, you feel your mind is so deluded, you feel that the, it is the, the advice they're giving you is the truth. So when, if you feel yourself so overwhelming, so overwhelmed by those habits, uh, coming, re, re, taking up uh, power again in your mind, at least while you're running away, while you're walking away from the situation, even though you don't do anything, but at least in your mind say, I wish this person was happy, I wish this person was stopped suffering, while you're walking away, okay? At least do that. And if you can actually uh, say something to this person, where this is being as much as, as, you, as, uh, as, as, much as you can, uh, with as much uh, strength as you can, as much, as much clarity as you can, that it is actually being directed by love, and you're not deluding yourself, you're not saying to yourself, oh, this person needs a slap in the face, I'm, I'm going to do it out of love. But it's really anger <laughs> guiding you, okay? Don't, don't, don't let yourself... So, if it's really, really be clear that you are being guided by love, you are being guided by a sincere wish, a sincere uh, uh, determination for this person, sincere concern for, the, for this person's welfare, and then you act out of that. And of course, in the beginning, it's going to be difficult, probably the best thing for you to do in the beginning, so you don't end up following old habits, is for you to run away. Don't be afraid. 
run away. It's, the, it's, it's sometimes running away is the most powerful, the most courageous thing you can do. Because it's, it's not just society saying, nah, 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 you're a coward. I mean, that, I mean, they change their mind every second. Okay? It's your own mind bombarding you. You should have done that, you should have done this instead. That's what you, that's what, if you turn away from that bombardment, and, and anger is telling you do this, do that, do this, do that, and then it's overwhelming you, and then you don't pay attention. That's the bravest thing you can do. Okay, that's, act, that's real bravery. That's real courage. And to walk away from that situation instead. Never mind what other people will, will, will be saying. They, they will, the same person who said uh, it was braver of you, the, the same person will, will say something else. It's, it was foolish of you, or it was the best thing that you could have done. Okay, no, no, no pay attention necessary to those things. Would it be better to, if you could stay in the situation? No, if you could stay in the situation, to stay. But if it's too overwhelming for you, like yeah. if you see that if you stay, you're going to be overtaken destructive habits, then walk away. Okay? The thing is, start making love and compassion your true guru. Let, let them take the, the, the real place, let them have the actual uh, uh, status, the true status that they have in your life. Okay? And to the, the faith which with, uh, with, uh, with certainty that when you pay attention, when you act out of those two, you cannot go wrong at all. Okay? You cannot go wrong at all. Hold on to that with, with certainty. Okay? In the same way you can, and, and you can recall, uh, you can recall uh, personage, uh, uh, personalities in the past who have done such things. Okay? That they, out of their conviction in, in, in love and compassion, they've acted. Okay? And you can recall the great results that, that came out of that. Okay. You, you yourself may not see a beneficial result, but it will have a ripple effect felt even, <laughs> even, <laughs> even, even a hundred years from now. It will be felt. Okay. And, and the you now may not, may not reap the benefit, but the you later will definitely, reap, will definitely see the benefit of it. Okay. Uh, I was reading uh, picked up holiness, something about compassion and violence and something, something I forgot the title I just saw his holiness face on the cover and I just picked it up and started reading it okay. <laughs> and he was saying something about uh, how we are living in fortunate times what? It's supposed to be Kali Yuga, it's supposed to be the dark age, it's supposed to be the where everything. But his is, is talking about our age with optimism. He's saying a lot of wonderful things are happening, a lot of the wonderful things have happened. And one of the things that he said is that the threat of nuclear annihilation. And he's talking about how there was a time people were just building arms, building arms, building arms. At least they're talking about reducing arms, and they've actually done they've done that. He said that's positive. And what is wh- how why how is this happening? It's because people have acted out of compassion. They've acted out of love, and this having a ripple effect. It will continue to have a ripple effect. Okay, it will actually transform the transform the world, and it will only be stopped. Not act out of love and let 
and continue to let anger, to continue to let those things dictate our actions. Okay. That's the only thing that will stop, stop this momentum. Okay. And uh, lastly, uh, I forgot the name of the sutra, but the sutra where the Buddha is praising the, the, the Bodhisattva, he said, just because there is one Bodhisattva, not in the world, in the universe, just because there is one actual Bodhisattva in the universe, and he's not talking about a bodhisattva who is like on, who's about to be crowned a Buddha. Someone who's on the initial path of a bodhisattva. Just because there exists one of those, the universe is safe. The universe is safe because there exists one bodhisattva. So, because one person in this, in this, on this planet Earth is acting out of love, acting out of compassion, there is good news for the entire planet. In the same way, we can consider that uh, hate has is hate is in, infectious, infectious. Hate is infectious. It it uh, it's like a poison. Love is also infectious. Okay, it's a it's a it's a it's a remedy that can counter the effects of hate, okay, and it's the only remedy that can do that. All right. Um, that's it. <laughs> Questions? It reverse about uh, seeing a person who betrays you as a great teacher. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, speaking for myself, but I know that many people have, you know, hold betrayal as maybe one of their greatest fears. And so they coordinate their lives to you know reduce the possibility of such an is absolutely possible you know mm -hmm. so by the time maybe you're an adult you've you know you've reduced your circle of friends to maybe only a few people and you watch them very closely and you ha you ha have done everything that you can possibly do to avoid you know the arising of something where somebody would take advantage of you in that way especially someone close to you mm -hmm. And now you're in a position where you know, you're distrustful, which is also bad, but you've taken away the opportunity to uh, maybe have some, something happen where you can increase your practice and also increase the comp level of compassion in the world in general when somebody takes advantage of you like that. I mean, I know it's strange to be like, now I can, you know, I've structured my life so nobody can take advantage of me and now I can't practice spiritually. But I mean, <laughs> at a legitimate, you know, is that a legitimate concern that, you know, maybe instead of remaining open to that opportunity and now then having the opportunity to use th an event like that, now mm -hmm. you've, you know, totally reduced that from p ever happening to you and then you don't grow spiritually. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, you have to make use of whatever, uh, whatever provisions you has afforded you at, at, uh, wherever you are on the path. So if you are somebody in that state, then the way to get yourself to the, to the, to the point where it's, where it's possible for you to actually be, uh, uh, open yourself to a relationship where there is the possibility of being betrayed, the way you do that is to uh, is to do it in a in a to develop faith and com uh, faith and conviction in the power of compassion, faith and conviction in the power of, of, of love, and you do this by contemplating them in a realistic way, not just because every uh, so far every every uh, every uh, popular religion talks about those things as being powerful. They're more therefore a convincing thing for a lot of people. Okay, so but you have to actually in your own life 
look at to see if you can see evidence of the power of love. See, look for evidence in the power of compassion, because if there are actual powers, actual uh, uh, force in the world, you should be able to see them. Okay, and 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 look at them also from uh, from a rational perspective. Look at the nature of compassion. Look at the nature of love, and just look at it in a rational way. Can it bring? Can it bring harm? Can it bring? Can it can it actually bring a disadvantage? And 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 look at the way perhaps we look at uh, we look at those things. Like for example, we are in, in the situation where you're describing. You might be afraid to love to expand the the what's it called the boundary of of of, of who you uh, allow in, uh, to love. You might be able to to afraid of that because you think that if I love more or if I love if I include more in, in if I if I'm if I love more, if I have compassion for more, I'm opening myself to to uh, to harm, to possible harm, to possible betrayal. Someone you love them, or someone you have compassion for can betray you. Uh, a stranger cannot betray you. So y you might, we might, we do, we wrongly associate that the betrayal is due to, or it's because I love. If I didn't love, I wouldn't be betrayed. If I didn't love, I wouldn't be harmed in this way. Okay. So we have to disassociate these as as being as being uh, it's not because you love you are betrayed, okay? These things have no connection with each other, okay? But be, because we are, we uh, samsara deludes us, of course samsara wants us here, so it's going to tell you it's going to tell you uh, that that's a connection. Oh, don't love people, okay? Because you're going to they're going to betray you, they're going to stab you in the back, they're going to they, they're going to harm you. Of course you don't love people, and then uh, it's okay to have anger, it's okay to hate people. Because you know, that gets you what you want. Because that you're in the world, that's what you have to do. Okay, you gotta step on some toes. <laughs> you, you gotta, you know, sometimes you have to chop some heads. <laughs> then you, you get to success. Then you get to what you want. That's what samsara tells you. And of course, this keeps this keeps this keeps us here. It keeps us suffering. Keeps us in the wheel, chained to the wheel. Okay. Uh, is not gonna give you tell you advice. Open your heart. Love more people. Because that frees you. Little by little, li little by little, from samsara. Okay, so to get yourself to that point, you have to re first re recognize I am. This is where I am, and you have to slowly convince your mind by disassociating that suffering comes from, from from loving others. You have to rather benefit can come from loving. Only great, only great uh, results can come from having compassion. And then once you're convinced of that, then you can slowly open yourself to others. Okay. Or open yourself to those that you already have uh, given some measure, some, how do you say, some uh, people, people that you already have given some room in your heart. Yeah. Okay, open your heart some more to them also, because when, uh, in some sense, when you're so protective of your own heart from others, even though you have a group of people that you you love. You may also, you can also say that you, there's a part of you that is close to them, that you will not allow them to enter, so completely to, to, to them. Because that's what love is about, it's really unconditional. Okay. So, so maybe as sort of an early warning mm -hmm. kind of thing for yourself when, when the, for example, myself, when I feel myself, you know, even before anything happens sometimes, even mm -hmm. the smallest little trigger can cause you, you know, to tighten up and mm -hmm. have a protective instinct. Mm -hmm. And 
before anything happens, when you have, then I, you know, then I can know that, you know, that's a symptom of my love or my compassion starting to fail. Yeah. If I'm starting to defend myself. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And 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 have conversations with yourself. Uh, when you see that uh, you're be, uh, there's an argument going on in your head, trying to convince you that you should you shouldn't love, you should restrict your love. When you when you become of this uh, argument happening in your mind, it's trying to convince you, then you should stop it. But not not don't just stop it like you know like some uh, like some uh, dictator trying to stop uh, some something happen. No, observe it. Observe it. What what are you afraid of? What is it about? What 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 is it that you look at it? So let them let them speak to you. Mm-hmm. Let them express their fear to you. Then you can express to yourself, well, that which you fear is not, is not an actual object to fear because of this, because of that. There's no need to fear this anymore. Because if you just try to stop it like a dictator, it, you're not really stopping it, you're just putting it away somewhere else in some corner in your mind. And then later on, as you progress, they will come, come back fiercely with more power. It will be more difficult to get rid of, to do anything about them later. Okay? But give them their space, let them talk, listen to them, and then uh, uh, remove the platform of, uh, of conviction by 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 uh, uh, bringing another conviction. Yes, love is a power. Compassion is a power. And there can be no harm whatsoever from from acting out of them. Okay. And when you start, well, sorry, I, I did say it about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> that was the last yeah. one. Here's the real last one. <laughs> when you really start to act out of love and compassion, that is to let them be uh, what, what motivates your action, um, pay attention also so you can uh, op- be open so you can see their power. Okay? Be open so you can see their power. Don't just you know, act out of love and then close your eyes and run away <laughs> because, you don't, because you're afraid that you're going to be disappointed. Okay. Don't do that. It w- they will. They will show you their power, and you, if you open to it, and you will see it, and it's absolutely mighty. Okay. All right. I said that was the last. That was really the last. <laughs> okay. So, if you want, we can do a little meditation on uh, the verse, or just try to. Uh, re- sincerely look into your mind to see what is your instinctual reaction to loving a stranger, loving uh, uh, someone who might be difficult to love. What is your initial reaction? And then see why you, you have that reaction. Okay? And try to end up with, not end up with a, 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 a conviction that love is a power. Okay. So, we're going to spend the first minute or two trying to go back to that degree of tranquility you felt. So, as you adjust it, have the intention of adjusting it to be conducive to meditation. And then just have a vivid, as vivid as you can, a recollection of that state of tranquility.
to induce it. You can just ask the question, how did my breath feel? How did my mind feel? soon as you have the slightest clarity that you are now, or the slightest taste of that tranquil state, and have the intention to stabilize it by bringing your thinking inside your heart center, five cycles of breath. Just say to yourself, I'm thinking in my heart center, if you don't have an actual feel that you are thinking your heart center and while you are observing five cycles of breath hold on to the intention to stabilize this tranquil state session, we will move a step and you become aware of it. Don't spend more than three seconds on it. Begin your meditation.
breath. And understand the power of the meditation you just did and dedicate it dedicate it to the achievement of your ultimate goal. Thank you.